Naked with Adele is about your inner journey, trusting yourself and sharing many lessons. Come on, hold my hand Not sure I understand This role I've been given But I wish someone had to talk to me Like I want to talk to you Naked with Adele is about getting real It's about being able to look at yourself in the mirror and being able to love that person that you see. It's about having the courage to be vulnerable. Welcome to part three of this interview. If you are not sure of where you are on your inner journey and want to explore it, get started today. Get your complimentary coaching starter back from www.emergingfeminine.co and receive a quiz and mini course in your mailbox. No strings attached. Let's get back to the interview. Everything when it comes to performance is about expression. It is, yes. So the vagina monologues might have been an expression about something that's taboo for women to speak about and it might have had a specific focus, but everything in the performance world is about expression. You're right. And um, it, it just depends on what you're trying to put across with your songs, your music, your plays. Um, what is so exciting for me also is the transformation of theatre in South Africa. You know how when we started, um, there were the performing arts councils, which were really for, for whites. And uh, and the black theatre was in the townships, with people like Gibson Kente. And um, and how since democracy, and certainly since we started the Naledi Theatre Awards, you know how we see this amazing absurdity of 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 black talent you know with our directors our story writers our actors our and uh, our singers musicians dancers and now each year more and more we have more and more nominations more and more winners from every cultural group what type of expressions are you looking for to reward Ah, very interesting. I take it for granted that just about everything that goes onto a professional stage you know has technical expertise so yes the actors know how to say their words and they you know the directors know how to put something together and but that's not good enough that's the very basic prerequisite what we're looking for is something uh, some magic it's it's magic it's something special something that will uplift the audience something that will push the envelope something that will change your life in some way i've got to feel changed for every time I walk into a theatre, whether I laugh or cry or I'm moved or, you know, a, a nice jolly musical or, um, or a very serious play written about um, the human struggle or, the, or, or apartheid or whatever it is, I've got to be changed in some way. That's number one. Number two, I've got to care. If you don't care about the characters, the actors, the... tough. You're tough. (laughs) I'm very tough. (laughs) I'm thinking of acting as something that's a role you step into. This is not at all what I'm hearing. You can't get an award. You can only get awarded and rewarded if you're giving something extra. That something is that is memorable, that we care about you, that you you light up our lives, that you change our lives, that we go out of the theatre feeling uplifted and in some way. Is this something that you would have wanted? Is this something that you do in your own performance if you performed? Did you try to change people in some way? Oh yes. Um, Oh yes. When Des and I started singing together, uh, we always 
our primary object was yes to entertain but um, through our satire and through making uh, people laugh we we had a lot of songs a lot um, about um, the the un injustices that were happening but in South Africa. But of course, you couldn't be rewarded for them because it was all banned. Uh, well, on, and, it was banned and on dark and controversial and yes. Yeah, so that we weren't ever angry. You know, we we uh, we did have hard hitting songs and we did sing protest songs and um, yes, we made the audiences think. Um, but then we would then we would turns and then then we would make them laugh. And Des used to send up the old politicians of the old apartheid days and he used to do a huge amazing send-up you know of uh, Forster and Boerter and, and all those people and the audience they would fall on the floor laughing and then that would somehow take away the tensions and the rage that was you know everywhere. A wonderful alchemy. Yes a wonderful <laughs> alchemy and what a lovely word and um and then in every single production that I've ever done, I've tried to make a difference. In other words, Godspell, the, uh, which was really St. Matthew's Gospel, was very controversial because um, the, the role of, of Jesus, not Christ, Jesus, who was the teacher telling the stories, he was dressed as a clown. And um, it was really set in a park and, and, um, and all the disciples were, were playing. They were, they were dressed up in, in, in carnival clothes, but it's through play and that's... That's the key. Through play, we can teach, and of course, it was we banned. We take life too seriously, don't we? Yes. So that that opened up, um, you know, um, the way to to open up theatres to all races, which was the first bastion of apartheid to fall in 1977. So we spearheaded that with Godspell. Then the Black Mikado that you mentioned uh, was the first West End musical to premiere in Soweto, and that was in 76. And because we had lots of censorship in our newspapers, nobody, we didn't know that there was the student uprising that was just bubbling under. But we took our show into the townships and um, and the people were, didn't trust us in the beginning and they would hang back and we'd say, oh my goodness, it's nearly eight o'clock and there's nobody in and in the theatre. And then the black members of the cast used to say to us, doesn't matter, just let's start the music, start the overture, start the band <laughs> playing. Come. Then they'll come because then they'll know that the show's going to go on. And we'd real? start and then oh, they would wow. pour in oh, and it was wonderful. And oh. the best little whorehouse in Texas. The, the title was banned. Oh no, you're not allowed to say the word <laughs> whore. <laughs> so we had to do the best little star, star, oh. star. And then we won that case. We went um, uh, to a wonderful advocate, Jules Brody, and we won that case because the, he said we couldn't confuse it with the little house on the prairie because <laughs> it was really an adult show. So we won that case and um, and so on. You know, every uh, King Africa that we did with Henry Trele and Mara Lowe and Abigail Kubeka was about education, how important education mm. is. So we produced uh, that to put that message across. And then, of course, vagina monologues as we are focusing on today. Everything I do is not just soma. It's not uh, soma means just what does soma mean? Just for But you've taken all of that and you've literally created something with it which is the one thing that you didn't have. So but you took what you could with the tools that you had and you created with all of that a way to actually go and acknowledge these people and you guys were never yes. acknowledged in all that time no, for what you did because no, we that I mean people who did what you did left the country for their yes. own safety yes. they sent their kids overseas to go yes. study and non-South Africans won't know this and if you're yes. in South Africa you, you look down on those people because they did the thing that you were not supposed to do 
You're quite right. Uh, you see, in the old days of apartheid, um, obviously we weren't acknowledged because we were seen as too liberal. And uh, and in the new South Africa, um, you know, we're too white. And what can we do? So we've always been on the on the outside looking in, on the wrong side of the fence. But that doesn't stop us. You know, um, it just doesn't stop us. We, we've got to do what you've got to do. What is it that women need to learn, Dawn? Well, in South Africa or anywhere in the world? Anywhere or? in the world. Oh, sure, that's a hard one. But women have got to learn that um, that they cannot, they must not submit. They cannot be subservient to um, to any system or any man. They can, they must, they must be true to themselves. They must recognize their power within, and. Women, I think even men acknowledge this, um, you know, we are the strongest gender, which is why we've had to be suppressed for so long. Women have got to believe in themselves. They have to believe in themselves and they have to follow their dreams. They have to never lose their compassion and, um, and their forgiveness in their hearts, but they must never allow themselves to be abused not mentally, not emotionally, not physically. They must not. They must not allow it. They must learn to say no, and they must learn when to say yes. And, um, and just, just uh, fly, just learn to fly. My last question for you. Is there anything that you do at the Naledi Awards that acknowledges the vulnerability of actors, or women specifically? Uh, it, well, uh, women only like the Oscars and the Tonys and any award. You know, there's best um, performance by an actor and best performance by a female uh, actor. There's best uh, performance in a musical by a male and female. So, yes, the genders are separated. And I must say, they, we've often pondered that. But I think the roles for men and the roles for women are very, very different. So I don't really have a problem with that. So, um, so yes, women are equally acknowledged in the Naledi Awards. More and more women directors are coming up and getting uh, acknowledged for their excellence. Where I think we are lacking is um, in the technical side. Um, we need more training, more opportunities for women to become lighting technicians, sound designers, um, set designers. You know, those are traditionally a male uh, role. So I think Naledi um, helps to to encourage that. Yeah, I think that that's that's a very important aspect. Did you ask about vulnerabilities yes, as I well? Yes, I wanted to know if you make any special mention of vulnerability. Uh, well, only in that we acknowledge children. We acknowledge theatre for children, and we acknowledge um, emerging voices. Um, that is, people who are starting to use their own voices, and primarily these are women, uh, who are directors, choreographers, poets and writers, and newcomers. You know, those are the vulnerable ones. And then community theatre, theatre that is not done with big budgets, theatre that is done um, in, not in the mainstream theatres. It's, it's a very difficult category because it's actually a very large number of productions that are done relatively informally but but we are trying but i heard a little birdie that you have a special new award this year 
Ah, yes, now, that is called, yes, I've been wanting to do this for many years, and at last I'm just doing it. It's called the Lissedi Spirit of Courage Award. Now, it's not gender specific, it's for anybody, but yes, it does address vulnerabilities. It's especially for anybody who comes from a, from a, a, from a disadvantage, where, say, that they wouldn't have had a chance to be on a stage before. They could be deaf, or they could be um, blind, or they could be a paraplegic not a paraplegic, but they could be in a, in a wheelchair, they could have had a terrible accident, um, and, and yet they have risen up above this, and they have done something very special in the world of theatre. And, and this year, for the very, very first time, we are giving this award to um, a young lady called Gaynor Young. She was a brilliant actress-singer, and when she was very young, um, she was the understudy um, for uh, Camelot, the musical Camelot. And, um, and the leading lady got sick. And so they put her onto the stage to go on without what we call a technical, which means that you have a chance to know, to walk around, know where you've got to stand, know where you've got to go up and down and all that, the lights and so on. She didn't have that. She didn't even have um, a run through. She had the, the leading lady got sick, that afternoon she had to go on the stage. And what happened was, uh, it was a, one of those amazing sets, you know, with Camelot, with this, the castles and the palaces and the spires. spires. And, um, and she was climbing to the top of the castle and uh, they hadn't put a safety rail. And she turned the wrong way and she fell down the equivalent of seven stories down into the dungeons of the theatre. And I, she broke you know, every bone in her body, and she was given a, you know, a one, two percent, five percent maybe chance of survival, and um, her mother, her mother, again, this is the strength of the women, her mother just would not allow this girl to die, she, um, she had two percent hearing, she couldn't see the one eye, she is a spastic to this day, she could hardly walk, but she has slowly, slowly built herself up and into a, a formidable inspirational speaker. She's written a book called My Plunge to Fame and she's just um, a dear, wonderful, warm uh, woman. And so we're giving her the first uh, Lissedi Spirit of Courage Award and we're so thrilled and proud that she'll be coming with her mother um, onto the stage. Where can people contact you for the Naledi Awards if they maybe want to sponsor you? Well, that's all. That's, oh, I'm so glad you said that, Adele, <laughs> because uh, Naledi is, is a Section 21 company, which means it's not for gain. Um, it it uh, doesn't generate its own income, obviously, um, and uh, so we rely entirely on sponsorship and funding. And uh, it's very, very difficult. Um, you know, the government drags its heels and the lottery seems to be in disarray, and we've been waiting for six months to hear from them and um, so it is always a struggle to have enough funding and you know we give so much uh, in the theatre world you know for just out of love and Des and I have been working for the last year for no remuneration whatsoever and a lot of the artists are performing for nothing we've got the entire Johannesburg Youth Orchestra on stage which is all wow. young people between the ages of 16 and 24 uh, we've got wonderful artists performers um, who get to be performing but sponsorship. So if there's anybody who would love to sponsor either a category or to sponsor the Naledi Awards, put something into the arts, they can please um, go onto our website, you know, 
naledytheatreawards.org.za or they can um, also how contact me www.desdornia.co.za or dawn d-a-w-n at desdawn d-e-s-d-a-w-n.coza anyway but they'll find me through you um, yes I'm we'll sure. put a link on the website so that would be absolutely wonderful we'll just put the link in there so that yes it's not too public yes um, and then dawn when do we see a book uh, well we are in the middle of writing our book um, it's it's not we haven't decided on the title yet but we think it's des and dawn unplugged um so you know because it's it tells everything it tells the story of our careers our successes our failures but also our families our background and how important um to be um ordinary people um you know as well as being uh having a career is um i think our families have always been come first and we tell lots of stories about that but you know it's the lady takes up so much of my time that um, we I'm hoping to finish it this year and so it'll come out in 2017 so yes look well, out for the days and doors story we definitely put in the link on the website as well definitely definitely thank yes. you so much for your time and your generosity and your giving and I think most of all the incredible way that you expressed who you are challenging anybody who's out there <laughs> that doesn't do things the way just because we have to yes challenging no. the system so thank you for that because that is a feminine leader a person thank who you. really do things from their heart thank you i have to thank my parents for that i mean i know everybody thanks their parents but really you know coming from as i said a mother an orphan um who had nothing and my father the brilliant man had to leave school uh, this this combination of Jewish and Afrikaans is the best gift they could have given me because we grew up with no prejudice and and we loved mu they loved music we love music and yes so there we are we embrace everybody with love compassion just do your best and go for it are you secretly fantasizing about another life I've been to Georgia and California Naked with Adele is about your inner journey, trusting yourself and sharing many lessons. Come on, hold my hand, not sure I understand, this road I've been given, but I wish someone had a talk. It's choosing to remove the mask and reaching within to bear your soul. Now I see if I wear a mask, I can fool the world, but I cannot fool my heart. It's about women staying true to who they are. Naked with Adele is about getting real. It's about being able to look at yourself in the mirror and being able to love that person that you see. It's about having the courage to be vulnerable. So I let 
let down my guard, drop my defenses down by my clothes. I'm learning to fall with no safety net to cushion the blow. Now start those deep, long, overdue conversations with yourself. And once you make up your mind, the journey begins. I've made up my mind, don't need to think it over, if I'm wrong I am right, don't need to look no further. I'm Adele Green, and this empty chair next to me is just for you. Come and join me. Register for your membership free to get this show and many resources at www.adel-green.com or you can tweet her at Naked with Adele.